This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Moving on to the next segment of this edition of the Six Rings Pod. There he goes. He soyed Fiesta. Yo soy retired now. And do we believe this is actually it for the greatest of all tight ends? The GOAT A, if you will. Rob Gronkowski calls it a career a second time around. Obviously, that first retirement, whether you want to believe that was a long play to get himself uncoupled from the Patriots and land wherever Brady went. Who knows? Who cares at this point? I personally think this is it because Gronk doesn't have anything else to prove. Gronk doesn't need any more football money at this point. Now, whether this is a salary dispute or if he just basically doesn't want to have to play until November when Brady makes the call, like Drew Rosenhaus said, as he doubted Rob's commitment to retirement, who knows? I'm going to try to take it seriously. One of the few things I have ever done so in my life. Uh, Guys, Gronk. Greatest tight end of all time. Are we all are we all on board with this, or are we going to play top three, top five? Because I've seen a lot of tight ends in my day. Um, for the hell with Chris Mad Dog Russo and those ridiculous rankings he put forth the other he's day on first take. My God, he's great talking baseball, but my God, Mad Dog, saying that Brady to Gronk was only the fifth greatest QB to tight end combo. Well, yeah, one of his was Fouts and some other. Kellen Wins- no, no, Kellen Wins- Winslow. Fouts to Winslow was amazing. Yeah, do you want to know how many tight end or how many touchdowns Winslow and Fouts had? Like forty. You want to know how many Tom Brady and Gronk had? Ninety-two. Well, so here's 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 different here's, time. Fair, but here's what I will say. Uh, and you can uh, here's how I will start this at least. Rob Gronkowski is the most dominant offensive player to have ever existed in the NFL. Well, can wow. I take it one step further and? There's been something in my um, the recesses. I wrote a column about this the other day. It's something sort of that I've thought because I saw Gronk firsthand, first to end yep. the whole mm-hmm. thing on the practice field, game field, everything he went through, the highs, the lows of injuries, all of it, and the versatility in terms of blocker versus Unbelievable pass catcher. Versatility. That's what mm-hmm. to me sets him aside unmatched. Yep. From the tight end position, but I've always thought like more than that and. Chris Long on the Green Light podcast that I listened to, and I would urge people to listen. It's a good podcast. They talked to Steve Belichick, said when he got here, he was on the practice field, and he's like, yeah, Brady wowed me. But Gronk wowed me more, and I'm thinking, I know he, this is what he said. I'm, I know Brady's the GOAT, but Gronk might be the best football player I've ever seen. And this is a guy who, seeing football players, started in the womb. Because yeah. his dad mm-hmm. was a football player of a Hall of Fame level. So his whole life he grows up. His brother plays in the league. He's a number three pick or whatever the Two. hell he was. The, like, great football player, around great football players. And he looked at Gronk. Gronk, by the way, not exactly in the prime of his career. Back-end Gronk. Yep. And said, mm-hmm. that might be the best football player I've ever seen. That's how I look at it because... The, the comparison I've always gone to when you get into the Brady thing, his accomplishments are beyond compare. Yep. You can't ever mm-hmm. compare. But you look at it and say he had to prove he was better than Montana. 
he had to prove he was better than contemporaries like Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers, right? Remember it was goat versus boat, yep. best mm-hmm. of all time or whatever, the whole stupid thing. Yes, but there were guys in the conversation. I personally don't think from Gronk's era there was a guy in the conversation that played tight end, not an no. oversized receiver out yes. wide catching passes and don't touch me and don't ask. I'm talking about a guy who on one play could block Reggie White, not Reggie White, but you get the point. Reggie White could and block on the next, Joey Bosa. And on the next sure. play could embarrass a corner. Yeah. Well, so Davius White. Reggie White, he could go from white Reggie, to white, from Reggie one white, white to, to the other. So uh, Nick said it on the on the Greg Hill show the other day. He's like, I he's like, I practiced against Rob every day. And he and Rob kicked my ass on a daily basis. And he goes, I was never a great cover guy, but when it's a bigger, taller tight end, I could at least kind of stick with him. He said, one day I was right in Gronk's pocket. I was like, I got him. Like, this is Gronk's one you bad got day. Him. And <laughs> no, immediately, Tom throws a ball up that only Rob's going to get, and he just mosses him right in his face, and he could do it to anybody. Anybody. Any safety, any linebacker, any corner in the league. Gronk, when he's covered, he's open. Throw him the football. I always remember like that one-handed catch down the middle of the field against, against Denver. Against the Broncos yeah. in like, 2014. That's the how right. the F did you catch that catch. Yeah. Brady said, how yes. the F did you catch that? And, and that even, was while he was wearing armor. To- right. Which and, I always love. The guy who threw the ball is like, wait a minute. You're saying how the F did you? Well, then why the F did you, you throw, throw it, it if you didn't think he could catch it? <laughs> and, it's, and you watch half of the highlights. The ball is only like half in his fingertips. Oh, yeah. But he's got those massive The low mitts. ones. There's a low throw Pause. at Pittsburgh against the Steelers. He just scoops it. Which, uh, in any sport, you're never supposed to throw it to the big man there. Basketball, don't put it down low. It's don't fine. Make it, it's with be Rob, a, it's with fine. With Gronk. And I always think that's the one thing that gets overlooked, his hands. He it started with his great hands. hands. And then you go to the other stuff. And I know um, sort of the the negative people will say the injuries, the missed time. I firmly believe if Gronk wanted to play like Shannon Sharp or Tony Gonzalez, he could have played more years and been more healthy. But he played so violently that his body couldn't take it. The physics just didn't work, but it was also part of his greatness watching him play. He's the Earl Campbell type guy where you say, if he didn't do that, maybe, yeah, he would have played longer. But he is going to be who he is. And the, the him just going down the field with no care in the world for his body is part of why he was great. So I think that he is, yes, the greatest tight end I ever saw. I don't know about Mike Ditka and some of those old the, school I don't tight care. ends. I, no, I, don't, I don't care about the greatest tight end. I do so, care. Shime, here's that quick list. And, Andy, a thousand thoughts to follow up on what you just said. So, Mad Dog's list was Fouts to Winslow, number one. United to Mackey, number two. Obviously, Garbage. Mackey was an incredible tight end. They Stabler, named the award after him. The John Mackey Award. Stabler to Casper. Vomit. Literally, I know Ken Stabler, but I Friendly honestly list. have no idea. Star to Kramer? Come on now. Can, like, so, here's, here's my, like, here's is my issue with Mad Dog's list. Is he did it just to troll people. There's literally not a single modern-day matchup right. on the list. That, right. You, you got trolled as the name of the show, but first take is more appealing on your <laughs> yeah. DVR. And it goes right. viral on social media yep. because of it. And People, they, and they create every a conversation. Patriots fan on the planet and freaks their out. Their bosses are like, well done, boys. Good job. Yep, <laughs> Good job, Russo. You're coming back here. next week. No, we're the not amazing the thing, The amazing thing about Gronk is that I sort of always said that he was like a slimmed-down Tony Baselli that had the catch radius of Randy Moss yep. and the speed and the smooth moves of Gonzalez. Like, you're not supposed to have a left tackle. It's like, what if they told you Cole Strange could run a 4-5 and could catch everything that you throw at him. You'd be like, oh, I already saw that. That's Rob Gronkowski. Six foot eight, 270 pounds, with that kind of speed, the way that he could tackle, the way he could block, the moves that he had. Like you said, Andy, we call, he called it smashing and dashing. The reckless abandon, the fearlessness with which he played. 
He was one of those guys, and right now, unfortunately, the Patriots seem to be at a dearth of guys like this, which is what makes that second decade of the double dynastic Patriots run so incredible. You got to literally watch the greatest quarterback of all time who was must-watch TV and the greatest gridiron theater you could possibly hope to see, throwing the football to one of the greatest pass catchers, the greatest tight end of all time. That connection was always electric. They were never out of a single game. And I don't even know where or how to rank those Brady to Gronk games that still, when I close my eyes and I think back, like, oh, my God, lucky me that I was able to watch these. Is it ever going to be as good as it ever was? Like, to me, Brady to Gronk was, like, watching Marvel Phase 3, which culminates in Avengers Endgame. At the and time, the pa- yes, it was that Redskins game. Like, oh, that was the game that the, stands out. 2011, were- the Redskins game. Shime, 2014, the one against Bro- the Broncos at home. Uh, how about 2017, the aforementioned shoe-top catch when Brady just decides yep. to go down the field in the final three Every minutes. Every time he torched the Steelers. Gronk. It killed and the Steelers. We forget he destroyed the Steelers. Oh, he, he owned the Steelers. the Steelers. In 2010, after they got faced by... Uh, uh, the Cleveland Browns, they come back on a Sunday night. Tossed him out the club and against he Indy. Gets three, yep, he gets three touchdowns on a Sunday night, and it basically the Rob Gronkowski coming out party, though he did catch a touchdown in his first pro game against the Bengals in 2010. I'd like to also mention that we talk about Tom Brady throwing for three touchdowns and 505 yards in Super Bowl 52, definitely one of the greatest swings and misses in the Belichick-Brady era. Brady to Gronk in the second half? unstoppable they were absolute philadelphia had no answers and he was looking for gronk long uh when he had james white available for the check down on the play when sadly brandon graham goes shaq mason blah 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 but just like there's just so many of those incredible plays that yeah he may not just have been the greatest tight end of all time but saying that he's one of the most dominant offensive forces in the history of the league is not hyperbole it's just it's just facts and shout out you, you talked about, uh, Glenn, is it Glenn or Gordy Gronkowski, the dad? You mentioned him earlier, Andy? I didn't, but sure. Oh, I thought, I thought perhaps you did. Okay. I believe it's you know, Gordy. The fa- the fam- Gordy Gronk. Right? The family of athletes and, you know, a couple of the other Br- Gronk brothers get into the league for a little while, whatever. Obviously, the whole milk bill uh, in the Gronkowski household growing up must have just broken them. At that point, shout out to Mrs. Gronkowski. Yep. She bore five of those people and raised those boys and somehow kept that house intact as it basically was a royal rumble every night. <laughs> Honest to God, what a brand, what a cottage industry, what ridiculous humans and what unbelievable forces they were. But Rob Gronkowski, just lucky us for having had a chance to watch him. And now that he's retired from Tampa Bay, and I don't have to think of him down there with the rest of our mutant cousins in Tampa while Brady still plays, it's easier for me to fondly remember those dominant nine years in Foxborough. Well, Gronk's my favorite player of all time, and it's not even close. And part of it is, uh, and I know this doesn't matter to a lot of fans or some fans, but the he's an underrated leader, in my opinion, and yep. hard worker. Underrated football mm-hmm. IQ. And very highly rated for the people in the know, community person. Huge. He, there was mm-hmm. no one better for the Patriots Charitable Foundation to turn to for a visit or an event or a kid in the hospital than Rob Gronkowski. Now, some would say that's because he was a big kid himself and that's why he connected. So I don't care. Whatever. He gave his time at a level incomparable. I'm yep. talking about not just to other Patriots, but, you know, John Cena levels. And you talk about all yeah. these givers to the, uh, the, the Make-A-Wish Foundation and mm-hmm. things of that nature. And the word that I always go back to is just genuine. It's a simple word, but He's on the field, the off the field, anywhere, mesh shorts, talking to Robert Kraft or talking to a 
intern reporter. And he's been that way from day one to now. Yep, and that's why I appreciate him. Didn't change. He did the Gronk life, the Gronk career, the way Gronk wanted to. And I I know some Patriots fans will push back. Oh, well, he had to have injury releases with his – yeah, no, no. He did it his way, and I appreciate that. I think he was – as genuine and on or off the field player that's ever come through here. So uh, I also just real quick, I do think we'll see him again. If his agent thinks we'll see him again, I think there's a good chance he gets that call, as you said, Fitzy, from Tom in December mm-hmm. when Mike Evans gets hurt and the Bucks <laughs> need a go-to guy. O.J. Howard gets hurt. Whatever. Yeah, OJ, whoever it is. And yeah, Gronk's yeah. like, yeah, I feel good. I took the whole year yeah. off. You guys mm-hmm. look like you're headed towards a playoff run. I'll, I'll join, join a playoff run. I could, yeah. And it'll just be like, you know, uh, Tom made the call and, you know, yep. it was just, you know, Camille and I were <laughs> chilling and it was just like, oh, yo soy returning. Oh, I'm back. Oh, but it, isn't it funny? Like the one thing I will say is as Brady and it brings Gronk uh, lures him out of retirement. I think we can all remember where we were. Or what the hell we were thinking that day when we hear like whispers like Karen Garigian is reporting that Rob Gronkowski is considering coming out of retirement. 30 minutes later, I remember hearing on OMF breaking news. Rob Gronkowski has been traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That felt like such a karate chop right to the hairy goalpost. I was so that I mean, it just it hurt because we already lost Brady and we're all staying at home and we can't do anything. And then on top of it all, Gronk is going back to join him. And it's like, but we didn't want to stop watching you either, Gronk. Like nope. you were literally a party icon, a living legend, everyone, everyone's favorite other patriot, probably the second most popular in, uh, in history, maybe the number one selling jersey of all time at the Patriots Pro Shop. He was the definition of, you know, men want to be him, women want to be with him. And now he's going down to join Brady. Like, no wonder no wonder why so many people were like, well, maybe I will check out when the Tampa games are on TV this fall. That was a, that was a tough, tough shot. And if, if Belichick coached him into the ground and it wasn't as fun, Gronk would probably be the first one to tell you, yeah, but again, I'm not the player I am today and I haven't accomplished as much. If I didn't play for Bill Belichick, it just it just wore him out a little bit. And I think now, again, like I said, with a little time and distance, we can forgive him that. Save that for another podcast. But I think Gronk would have been just as dominant in all 32 NFL cities. I you know, I, I'll go I think with he this, would have Andy. made quarterbacks. Let's yeah. wrap it with this. The same way the other day, Manny in the Red Sox booth said you stick Derek Jeter in Kansas City. He's just another ball player. You put Gronk on any of the that. other 31 NFL teams. I agree with that, and I, I agree with that take, Andy. Gronk would have been Gronk on any other team, but lucky us to have had him yes. for the nine Agreed. years we did. All right, guys, another excellent segment here on the old Six Rings Pod, sixringspod at gmail.com if you want to email us, and if you want to get on the sweet tweet machine, that is at Six Rings Pod.